You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Again, and welcome to another bonus episode of Why I'll Never Make It. I am your host for these episodes, Patrick Oliver Jones, and today we're going to be talking to Nicholas Belton from the musical Carousel, which has been nominated for 11 Tony Awards. It's one of the top nominated shows this year. And as we always do, let's go through those list of nominations. First of all, Best Revival of a Musical. And it's actually been nominated in all of the acting categories. So let's go through that list. Joshua Henry for Leading Actor. Jesse Mueller for Leading Actress. Alexander Gimignani for Featured Role of an Actor. Renee Fleming for Featured Actress. And Lindsay Mendez also for Featured Actress. Then we get into Best Costume Design, Anne Roth. Best Lighting Design, Brian McDevitt. Best Sound Design, Scott Lehrer. Best Choreography, Justin Peck and Best Orchestrations, Jonathan Tunick. Now, to let you know a little bit about Carousel, it's set in a small New England factory town, and it describes the the tragic romance between a troubled carnival barker and the young woman who gives up everything for him. I sat down and talked with Nicholas Belton, who understudies the lead role, Billy Bigelow, and he's also in the ensemble in the show. I joined him at the Imperial Theater in Midtown New York. I'm here with with Nicholas Belton, and we are actually in the audience right now of the Imperial Theater. There's a a tinkling piano in the background. There's people working up in the the tech booth. Nick, thank you for joining me in the house here. It's a pleasure. You're you're not often looking at the stage from this angle, are you? No, except (laughs) when I I come here to work out sometimes, and it's a nice space to be alone. Oh, yeah. There's not a lot of backstage as you saw when yes. you came in. Yeah, he led me through backstage before we got here, and I was, like, ducking under this and making sure not to hit my head and yeah. crawling through spaces. So, yeah, it's a, they did not make these theaters no, they, for us tall people. No, they, they, <laughs> you, weren't, you, didn't ex- you weren't around. There weren't no. very much of you back in, I think this is, like, right around, like, the turn of the century, I think. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure, something. yeah, I'm sure this theater is at least 100 years old. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of age, Carousel itself has been around for... More than seventy years. That's right. And so, yeah, yeah. And so, how is it approaching a show that has such age to it, but also so iconic? It's a gift to be able to do something like this, a show like this that is such like classic Rodgers and Hammerstein, 
Americana musical, and especially, you know, with the message, with, you know, its themes, um, I feel like it's more, I know everybody, it's kind of a taboo thing, but I, I feel like, you know, people say it, but I feel like it's the, the, the themes are, are just as relevant, if not more, you know, today than they were back in 1945 or think that's when this was written yeah yeah 1945 good job yeah you know your trivia <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it's it's oh my god it's it's amazing to be able to sing this music and to be able to sitting standing right next to renee fleming singing you know you'll never walk alone and, mm-hmm. and just getting yeah the, yeah, the voices on, on on stage oh my god yeah to do this kind of music is amazing Yes, and and the orchestra. I mean, this thirty-piece orchestra with you know, and with no piano, no synthesizer. Well, well, speaking of being a show, you were in the same theater with Great Comet, right? That's right. And that was also in the Imperial. So, That's what is right. it like? I guess coming back home. In, yeah, in, I asked. I asked the uh, electrician and the carpenter if I could just leave my stuff here if I had to actually <laughs> move it out, and yeah. and he said that would probably be a good idea. Yeah. So, but oh my, it's it feels great. It feels like. It was kind of a bittersweet ending uh, of Comet. Um, more bitter, because I feel like it closed so fast. And they had basically rebuilt this theater. I mean, they built... Oh, oh, oh they transformed it with, they with, transformed with the different stairs it. and the different platforms that they had up here. Yeah. I mean, they put two balconies on each side. Because I remember I was sitting... I was sitting actually close to where we are now, up here on the balcony, and so I got to see the full platform and how they built it out. And so it, I mean, they, yes. they literally just took over this space. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. And and so I feel like I'm in a, you know, kind of a strange, serendipitous way, like carrying on that that spirit, yeah. you know, that, that was in here. I'm like, I'm so happy that I get to do this. There are a few other people, um, like Drea, who's a assistant costumes, who, are, who was here. And of course, like the whole house, crew is here but right. it's it's really special to come back and then and now looking at it now it's 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 still got that kind of circus free-spirited mm-hmm. yeah. oh yeah yeah it, much more much more bare bare bones it feels like it feels like it was so opulent in here this and, is true yeah and now it's just back to square one you know with a just enough of a of a set and it's amazing what that right there what you're looking at just turns what it turns into when the music comes and the lights turn on mm-hmm. it's like it it's it's amazing the dancers really provide like most of that that atmosphere oh yeah yeah i would imagine because one of the big things about this production there is actually no carousel oh my God. It, it's yeah. it's done There's, with those dancers so they really yeah. they're integral in creating the ambiance and the the setting yeah of where we are yeah they're kind of half of a carousel if i can say that i don't <laughs> right. want to i don't want to yeah, yeah, yeah we won't give too much away but but they're 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 definitely a big part of it yeah yeah. So, so, so talk about what it is that, that you do in the show and how you're integrated into all that. So, so I'm, I play just a few, you know, I'm, I move scenery. <laughs> and I which sing. Is, yeah, yeah, which is an important this, part. This is a yeah, cast I, of yeah. all the primarily ABT and New York City Ballet, like dancers, right. Miami City Ballet, like incredible dancers. And so they cast singers who would, you know, be the understudies um, to basically be in the background and sing. And and it's actually a great job because it's like I feel like I can put a lot of my attention on. I understudy Billy so I can put most of my attention in that department mm-hmm. and and in the second act I have a little feature I'm like the heavenly friend right right so uh, so I have this beautiful uh, sequined 
shirt on. At, and uh, who doesn't want to wear a sequin shirt? Oh my God! When yeah. the wind blows, it just blows right up my beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> just get you all, all tingly. All tingly. <laughs> and they, I have these little Jerusalem sandals on. Mm. And, and Anne Roth was she must have had a, a great dream the night before she she right. designed that cast. <laughs> but uh, yes, I I love this job and I love the and I love the cast. Like it's such a great group of people to work with. Tell us what it's like, because you had mentioned Renee Fleming before. She comes from the opera world, and but, but she's she's been getting slowly in, into the Broadway world, so she's not yeah. she's not a newcomer by any means. So, no, but what is it like to have that type of voice, that type of experience coming to a Broadway stage? It's incredible. And, and I I'm, I asked her one time. I was like, "What is it like? Like how?" I was like, "How often do you do? You, would you do a, like a run of a of an opera?" And she was like, two weeks, you know, max." And and, like, and, and they only do like they only two do or three, three shows a week. Exactly. And so I think this is kind of a uh, maybe a humbling and also just like very uh, different experience than than the op- than that of the opera world. And she's so great to work with. I just passed her on the way back to the theater when I went to get some lunch. She yeah. thought, she always rides her bike in between shows. She has this little foldable bike. Nice. And she rides around, <laughs> and and she's got her little headpiece in to talk to her her friend. But anyway, yeah. she's she's. She's just great, and her voice is so beautiful. And um, so you have, you have that, you know, that opera world, and then you have like the ballet world. You know, all these these people from the ballet world who've right. never done a musical before, and it's kind of a cool like experiment. Yeah, you know. And how are they taking to to the Broadway environment they're, versus they're, ballet? It's it's surprisingly not that different of a world when I talk to them. Um, the culture, like backstage, you know, you know, sometimes like musical theater people can be a little, we're, we're you know, energetic. extra. Yeah, we're a little energetic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in a, in the best way possible. Of course, of course. But uh, but you know, I, I feel like it's it's not um, when I talk to the some of the ballet guys, they're like, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty similar, but the schedules are different. They don't do eight shows a week. And um, so what they're doing, like the, the choreography that you come to, to watch every night when that curtain goes up, it's amazing. And I, I feel guilty being in the background, like moving scenery. <laughs> yeah, while magic is and happening. And waving to my of, yeah. mom in the second row <laughs> right. while these dancers are f- flying in the air. And Justin Peck's, Justin Peck's choreography is just athletic and just like, it's so high intensity. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, well and I mean of of its 11 nominations, Justin Peck is is one of those. Yeah. And so uh, obviously yeah. his his choreography demands a lot of of the ballet and how is it because obviously ballet dancers they're used to a certain type of structure or a certain type of dance. Yeah. Um how is that incorporating you guys into what they do? You know, it's kind of like it reminds me of an old-fashioned musical where like the dancers are dancing yeah, and, and 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 singing and the singers in the back, right, or singing, <laughs> or singing, and maybe and a little it, step touch here, a little <laughs> bit of integration. Yeah, but uh, but it's kind of nice. And we were, I was kind of worried that that was going to be, you know, a problem, or that, like reviewers going to be like, hey, you know, yeah, separate, why is it everyone, you know. Yeah. But actually, it works out. It, it well, actually. Well, well, I mean, th- these older musicals were structured like they that. were. Structured I mean, they were structured like to have, you know, right. not that. I mean, certainly nowadays, most people kind of do everything, a triple, quadruple threat. But it's nice whenever people can really just focus on what it is that they do best. And and, right. and, and that's wonderful to see on stage. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to have that integration. And um, once people started responding to it, like, oh, okay, it this works. This is 
This is good. Yeah. So you, you mentioned that you also understudy Billy Bigelow. And right. with this casting, they've decided to go interracial with it. And how, how has that played into just presenting this piece, which is, as we said, 70 years old, and bringing into 2018? You're talking about a lot of things in this show that are that is a very touchy subject, especially now with the Me Too movement right. and with the you know, um, equality of, you know, with, with Trump in office. And it's, we live in a very tr crazy time. And so there's a very high, um, uh, uh, like alert for like sensitivity, you know, sensitivity the, and, yeah. and being politically correct as there should be. And so you cast, you know, a, um, a black guy, Joshua Henry, uh, incredibly talented and he's such, such a great guy. If, you ever get the chance to work with him? He's he's such he's a class act. Um, but you cast him in a role like this, who is you know he's he there's he's, domestic, he's a bit rough. some yeah. domestic yeah. violence <laughs> in the show, yeah. and um, and it's it's tricky. And so, but I think the way that um, but I don't think that when they cast him, Scott Rudin and uh, Jack O'Brien, I don't think they were looking at color. I I really truly think that they were like this is the best man for this job right. and you know we'll let people you know have their own conclusion but but that when you come see it that's really what's going on and I think the the issue certain certain parts about um you know the line like um he, he slapped me but it didn't I didn't feel it can you feel it and you know she says yes so there's that there's like well are, are they saying it's okay like what is what is so they cut that line and they and they they did a little trimming and smoothing over of other lines that okay. could have been controversial. And you sort of don't... Was that specifically because of the interracial relationship or just because of just nowadays? Just because of just... Nowadays. Nowadays. Yeah. And uh, that I think Josh, Josh um, and, and Jesse um, just play it in such a great way that you, 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 you invest in, in their... And their relationship and their story, because ultimately that is the, that's the central element. You know, right. race doesn't matter how you cast it. Right. It's, it's exactly. that human element of of, exactly. of of this man and this woman coming right. together or not coming together, and how how they kind of butt heads right. and and interact with each other. That's right. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> it's a great part for him. Yeah, and it's just a great role. I mean, the role is. It's like probably it's got it's got to be like the meatiest role in musical theater. Well, I mean, his soliloquy for, for is one of the all-time great <laughs> solos for for a man yeah. in all of musical theater. Yeah, yeah, it's, and it's and, and so I mean, obviously, he gets to do it every night, and you, as the understudy, have rehearsed it, and you have your own rehearsals. Right. What is it like to to attack such a, a huge number as yeah. the soliloquy? Oh, it's, it's so it's so special. It's like it's such a it's such a very cool thing to tap into. You know, he's basically just talking about, you know, fantasizing about what his kid is going to be, mm -hmm. you know, and what his kid is going to be into. And, you know, he's maybe he's not going to end up like him because, you know, Billy is sort of flawed and he's not happy so much with the way things turned out with him, but he's not going to let that happen to his son. Much like probably a lot of guys, you know. <laughs> I, I think a lot of dads want that. <laughs> they want their son to be better. Son, yeah. Or to have a, you know a better experience than they than they did growing up, right. and it's a very human theme and and very relatable. But the more I listen to it every night, and the more I I'm, I connect, I'm, I'm I think wow this this is every single word and ellipses 
was put there for a reason and the, the way that things are phrased and it's mm-hmm. like to, to be able to pick it apart like that um, e- even now like two three months in it's it's a testament to like how special how great this show is yeah written. yeah I mean Rogers and Hammerstein they're like the fathers of the of what we consider the modern musical and and how right. they kind of changed how it's structured and, and right. how how we do musical theater and do Broadway now you know after Oklahoma which was the first you know, mm-hmm. the first big hit. They were like, "Well, what's gonna? What are you gonna do after that? Like, how can you top like the number one album?" Yeah, you yeah know? And, and they and, kept topping, and, 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 they, <laughs> and they did. And it almost reached that. You know, even more than Oklahoma, like went into more of the like operatic, like ballet world with the score and with Agnes DeMille than into even like musical theater. Like some people even compare it to like sort of like s- semi operatic in certain in certain yeah, ways. Yeah, well I mean it know. definitely requires big voices and and legit voices to yeah. carry off these characters as well as sing the song. Yeah. yeah sing yeah. the songs. It's uh, it's just special. I love coming here every day. I bet. I bet. And it, well it's been 20 years since the the, the show was revived. And right. so now bring back what 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 do you think is connecting with the audience now that mm-hmm. that, it, that it didn't 20 years ago or even 70 years ago. What is it about this show <laughs> That, that is still current and still mm-hmm. present. The first day of rehearsal, Jack O'Brien was like talking, he was talking to us and he was like, he was talking about with Scott Rudin, the producer. He was like, Scott told him, he was like, you know, don't look back. He was like, give me a, give me a carousel for the, for the 21st century. Hmm. And, and, you know, take that as you will. And I think Justin Peck was a big part of that in, in sort of his, his sort of moderny, um, style with with that you know classical ballet New York City ballet background mm-hmm. um, was kind of like the, the the gimmick I guess it was like okay that's gonna be that's gonna we're gonna start with that and then we'll branch out from there and we'll see where it goes and it was kind of like this experiment in rehearsal even though Jack like knew what he wanted to do things were like were definitely evolving and um and it just kind of had to find, like like most shows, when you start from the ground up, and you're like, okay, we don't want to oversimplify, we don't want to overthink it, but we don't want to just tell this story. Right, right. You, you don't want to do it, what's you know. been done before. Right, and um, and uh, it seems to be people seem to really resonate with it. And so, from the beginning, did did people have an idea? Yeah, I think this one's going to resonate. This one's going to be something special, and it's going to be nominated for 11 Tony's. Did, did people get a sense of where it was going? You know, you always want to ju- jump to the end in the beginning of rehearsal and be like, how is this going to be? How is this going to work? How is this going to... And you're always, you know, scratching your head and being a little skeptical. And it's, and that, you know, that, that, that kind of... That energy can spread around. And mm-hmm. so I think people were, were a little skeptical uh, at first and didn't, you know, thought, oh, you know, they're... <clears throat> that the reviews are going to be like this, and they're like, "Well, how can you? How do you really know?" Yeah, yeah. Who you knows know, where this, reviewers this, are going to go? This thing is a whole lot bigger than than what you, you know, what you're trying to imagine it happening. Because you can't. The truth is, you you don't know, and because um, it's a bunch bigger thing at play here, yeah. and 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 we were we were wrong about a lot of things that we we thought that. It was gonna that it was gonna lo- turn out to be, or how people were gonna perceive it. Oh, really? And, oh, really? Uh, and well, what would and, you say was one of the one or two things that that, <clears throat> that you thought, well, this is how it's gonna be received, but then right. come well, to we, find we, out, well, 
Well, one thing is we thought that the, the you know the separation of the singing and the dancing wasn't going to be perceived well, and and I don't think people thought. I, I think it, it works out great, yeah. like we just said. Um, another thing is like have, not having a like a real carousel, right? Um, even though it, you see it for you know a few minutes in the beginning of the show, maybe two minutes, and then it disappears forever. Right. So it's like why then why have this thing that's kicking <laughs> up dust in the back? You know. Right. The whole show. So, yeah, those are those are two of the big ones. And, and so was it a collaborative environment in, in rehearsal, or did they kind of already have in mind, we're going to go in this direction, this is what we're going to do? Or yeah. was it more <coughs> open to, to, to what you guys in the mm-hmm. rehearsal room brought, mm-hmm. as well as what the directors and choreographers wanted? A lot of it's kind of spawned out of Jack's head. Jack, Jack O'Brien is like this Irish poet who has, like, lived many lives. Mm-hmm. And the man will sit down and tell you a story. And by the end, after 15 or 20 minutes, your jaw is on the ground. <laughs> and like you're listening to a really good podcast or something. Right, right, right. And you're just like, Much How? like this one. Boom. <laughs> 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 I knew you were going to come with that. And yeah. you're just thinking about what he said. And all I can think of is, I'm going to go home and tell Alicia, my fiance, like, I'm going to tell him what he said. Because it's so, it's just love when people speak so well and they mm. use their words so well. Every single word. It's like he grew up in a different generation, you know, and and uh, so he puts the he he puts the stories out there, and we kind of are like sponges and mm. let it soak up, let us kind of like simmer on it for a second, get up after we do the table read, and do and do the work of what he just talked about, and yeah. every day he would say he would just talk for uh, the beginning of rehearsal. And it's just, you know, people like that. Yeah, yeah. And but and and it's not that they're just talking out their out, out their ass. They actually mm. have something to say, and you're just riveted. Yes. To, to what they have to say. Yes. And, you just, and, and like you said, a sponge. You take it in, <coughs> mm-hmm. and and you let that inform. Oh, this is the work I want to do today. This mm-hmm. is how I'm going to take that, and use it in the show. Yeah, and I think it's very effective, and and I think that's how he kind of approaches. I feel like a lot of his work after talking with, with other people that worked worked with him They're like i'm like is he does he always do this <laughs> like yeah 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 he, this is what that's, he does. that's his style so i appreciate it um because it definitely resonated with me yeah and i was like oh this is what you want oh this okay sure okay. I, and, and have you gotten to work <coughs> with him specifically uh through the understudy process oh yeah 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 uh, he's great, and his assistant, um, uh, his assistant uh, Ben Klein, uh, is fantastic. And he takes his ideas, and he just knows exactly what Jack. He's like basically a second, second Jack. Yeah. And um, but but the moments that I've had with Jack, I've I've really like savored. I'm like, yes, this is great. He's like the captain of a ship, <clears throat> the director. Yeah. And so oh, yeah. whenever you have that, those moments, either one on one or in a small group, and you get to be with the captain of the ship, yeah, you, you just you, you relish that. Right. You 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 take it. Your eyes are open, ears are open, and you just wait for what's coming. Right. Yeah. Right. It's always a special time. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like this ther- therapy in a way. You know. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know? Musical therapy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's that, that's what shows do, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. it has the especially these musicals like this, these classic musicals. I think they, I think they have a way because it was such a different time and a different style of writing, a different way of communicating that that they they tap into us in a different way that we're not going to hear on the radio today. Is it w- our our ears and our minds take in things differently? That's and right. So these classic musicals like this, I think, just touch a different part of us. 
That's that, right. That I, I think a lot of times we either either we don't know it's there or it's it's something that's so buried in us we forget right. that it's there. Right. So it's always special to see these it, these old musicals come it, back in yeah. a new way. Absolutely. And I think a lot of people like know the music, but they don't necessarily like know what the show, the story yeah. is about a lot of times. And and just to hear that, the orchestra and see the dancers and the lighting, it's like it's hitting on so many cylinders, mm-hmm. you know, and you're as an audience member. And it's just a really I got to sit out and swing out once to watch Billy and just to see um what we had done and I was like wow this is what it looks like this is amazing <laughs> and then what was it like being amongst the audience as they're taking it all in for the first time oh my god it was so special and I I was supposed to be taking notes but I just ended up watching it mm. because I was so like in awe um and how how beautiful it was and yeah. um and I, you know, I think that for any show, I feel like this is, I feel like this should be mandatory where every single person should be swung out. Yes. Maybe every two or three months at least, just to see what they're doing. Just to remind, like, almost yes, in a way that I'm Jack doing. tells you a story and then you soak it up and then you get on stage and do it. It's right. like, you know, you can't, you can't really do it a hundred percent unless you see what you're doing, you know? Yeah. And not on tape, you know, but like really looking at it live. Yeah, because you and I, we know each other from the uh, Avita National Tour, and I got to do that one time. I I think we were in L.A., I think, but but I, I was swung out, and I got to just sit up in the balcony and just watch the show. I, did, I, I wasn't really there to take notes. It was more just to it's really see. Special. It, it was just to see what, what it is that we've been doing for these months and right. on end. Right. And, right. yeah, it is, a, it is a special thing. I mean, because you know everyone on stage, so that, so that makes it a little more special and intimate to, to watch people that you know do it. But then to look at the whole piece and see people interacting with it and as an audience for the first time, it's it's really wonderful. Yeah, to, absolutely. To, to, and, and it's you, you do connect with the piece differently, kind of stepping back, watching the whole big picture that you don't get just being in the center of the stage or doing your, doing no, your part. Right, right. And you, and you, and you couldn't, you know, because... You're not standing back from <laughs> yeah. that vantage point. Yeah. yeah. So how is it for you going from Great Comet with, with that kind of rock, not, not only rock atmosphere, but just rock in its energy and its intensity and its like in your faceness to something that is a bit, a bit easier, a bit more like <laughs> sanguine, shall we say, in oh, Carousel? It, it's like you couldn't get, you know, like more 180. It's, it's, <laughs> right. It's crazy, yeah, because I, mean, I was, like, literally singing next to people. I was, like, touching people and, like, kissing a woman at one point oh, as yeah. the old man. Yeah. And, yeah. It's like, and, and here you have that separation. So Yeah, the fourth wall is back up. Right, right. Yeah. And it's just cool that that can exist. It, it, was, it was very something very new. I hope that that style can, you know, this will always be, the way that you see a see theater, right. but I hope that that can usher in new, you know, new musical uh, styles and new way to experience a musical. Right, and and, and, you and you've mentioned that they tried, as as, as they were saying, <laughs> you know, leave everything you you know about Carousel behind. We're going to do it for today. Yeah, you'd think that they've succeeded in bringing it and and making it more 2018. Absolutely. It's like you look at, you know, the Nicholas Heitner's version, you know, at Lincoln Center 20 years ago, and you're like, wow, that, the, the, the picture of it. Right. Um, and that 
you know, beautiful like hill. I always like, I was like, <laughs> like what a great idea. It's just, yeah. a, and you're like, how can you, how can you get better than that? But you can't, it's like, there's always room for not interpretations, but for just a new way of telling a story. Right. Yeah. You should never limit yourself. You know, you, when, when, when you have a, something this, this great. Yeah, th- yeah, because the show is, <laughs> is the best foundation you can have. Carousel right. is, I mean, you don't need to change anything. It's just a matter of presenting it now in this new way, presenting right. it in, a, in an honest way right, right. You know, with, with those relationships and, and letting the audience come with you yeah, exactly, on that story. Yeah, exactly. Like the, the bench scene, for instance, is, is like this really, I mean, it's such a chunk of the first act, and it's just these two people at this bench talk, you just kind of slowly figuring you know coming from two different worlds mm-hmm. slowly coming together and it's and it's gripping and yeah. and and it's the simplest material it's like you don't have to overthink it it's all there which which is one thing that I love I love it when there's simplicity when it's two people truly connecting especially when they're like from different worlds when they're from different sides and they're they're really figuring out each other because what that helps the audience do is also figure them out. And right. then we start to care about these people right. on stage. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick. Well, thank you so much for, uh, for joining us and for talking about Carousel. Is it, Thanks, yeah, it's, it's been really great to just be here actually in the theater. And, and, and yeah. you know, you haven't been able to see listening to it, but he's been referencing the stage and he's been talking about this and showing this. So it, <laughs> it, it's, it's obviously something that's inside of you now and, you've, and you feel it. Yeah. Being a part of this show. Uh huh. Yeah. And I had my like my put in for Billy and I feel like I feel like now I can just sort of not relax, but just sort of feel like I'm I'm I have more of a purpose here than when we got right. into the theater. And that's yeah. a good feeling. That's great. That's great. All right, <laughs> so, Nick. Well thanks a lot. Thanks, Patrick. You've been listening to Nicholas Belton, who understudies the lead role of Billy Bigelow in the current Broadway revival of Carousel. Join me next time when we go inside the Tony Awards with Ryan McPhee, the managing news director for Playbill. We'll talk about all the nominees and who we think should win the coveted prize. You do not want to miss that. Why I'll Never Make It is a bi-weekly theater podcast hosted by Dewey Cadell and Patrick Oliver-Jones. Connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Why I'll Never Make It. These Tony Award bonus episodes are produced by Dylan Adams with intro music by Kevin McLeod and incidental music created by yours truly on GarageBand. I'm Patrick Oliver-Jones, and we'll see you next time on Why I'll Never Make It. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? 
Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.